The syphilis surge. What's causing it? Wait, it's not what you think. With Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott, and this episode is brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. Gentlemen, there is a story in the uh, New York Times about a surge in cases of syphilis. Literally, in the past uh, decade, I think, they've had like a, a, an 11-times surge in the cases of, of syphilis in the country. It was nearly eliminated, by the way. I didn't even know about this. I guess I don't hang out with the right people. Um, but it was nearly eliminated about 20 years ago, gentlemen. Uh, but it rose by about 74% to 177,000 cases between 2017 and 2021. Um, the cases where uh, babies are born with syphilis, uh, nearly there were some 3,700 babies born in a recent year to women uh, with that already had syphilis. And uh, the, the thing that caught my eye about this story was not only, okay, here, here's a sexually transmissible infection that is, uh, is, is now growing growing by leaps and bounds. We should be concerned about that. But the way the New York Times approached the story, listen to this paragraph and see if you can pick up on anything, Stephen Green. The reasons for the increase in congenital syphilis, that's with the babies being born with syphilis, uh, the reasons for the increase in congenital syphilis varied a bit by, re uh, by region of the country. No testing or testing too late accounted for 56% of cases in the West, and inadequate treatment caused 55% of cases in the South. Stephen Green, do you understand what the New York Times believes is the cause of syphilis? People they don't like in the South. <laughs> it's, it's, even, it's even more thorough than that, though, Steve, because you know what is not the cause of syphilis? Having sex with multiple partners. The cause of syphilis... Well, you really just have to have sex with the one partner who already has syphilis. Yes. The cause yeah, of syphilis is inadequate testing and, and inadequate no. funding for the public health system. Yeah. That no, what, okay. That's well, what causes it. Yeah. Yeah. There are... No, that's, that's, that's not what causes it. Those are failures in how to deal with it. But yeah, clearly that's 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 not what causes it. Uh, unprotected sex with somebody who's infected, and then having unprotected sex with somebody else who isn't infected, and boom, you you went from one person to three, and it it didn't take very long, depending on the uh, how great a party that was. In fact, I actually I saw a syphilis surge open for Motorhead, and that was not a mosh pit <laughs> you wanted to get anywhere near. Um, but speaking more broadly here, um, we are in a public health regression. And in in terms of uh, longevity, in terms of obesity, in terms of uh, sexually transmitted diseases and uh, drug addiction, we are regressing. And, you know, I, I was a Cold War kid coming up in the 80s in, in Reagan's American. I know we talked about Reagan in one of our other segments today. And we used to be able to just laugh at the at the Soviets, you know, they didn't have any toilet paper. They were they were the first industrialized nation to achieve um, uh, declining life expectancy. Their alcoholism was off the charts, hmm. and now I I look at America thirty five years later, and fentanyl is killing everybody. Uh, syphilis is surging. Never thought I'd say that ever, and now I've said it twice in one segment. So thank you for that. Um, and we have declining life expectancy. Suicides are are 
off the charts. We are going backwards in fundamental ways that indicate there is something very, very wrong in this country where the, uh, the, the so-called new Soviet man that we used to make jokes about is now becoming the norm in this country too. And we need to do some very deep thinking about what caused that. And I'm going to do just that. Maybe that's going to be one of my segments here in the coming weeks. Bill Whittle, um, when Steve uses the term public health, he's referring to the health of the public. But that's not how the New York Times using that uses that term. Public health means public health care, means publicly funded health care, means tax dollar funded health care. Um, and it's interesting. They said uh, nearly 38 percent of the 3,700 babies who were born to uh, uh, that had congenital syphilis were born to women who received no prenatal care. Of the women who had at least one prenatal appointment, 30% were never tested for syphilis or were tested too late. And among those who tested positive for syphilis, 88% received inadequate, undocumented, or no treatment. Public health departments, the New York Times says, used to have teams of disease intervention specialists and nurses who made sure that pregnant women were tested and treated. I'm telling you, Bill, in this whole story, the only reference you find where, it, like if, let's say you never, you just landed on the planet, you had no idea what syphilis was, way down in the story, it mentions that most syphilis cases are transmitted male to male, but that there is a growing number of female, um, I think it's like 17.2% or something like that, of female uh, infectees with syphilis, but it's mostly a male to male phenomenon. It reminds me, frankly, of the stories that I first started hearing at when HIV was a rising threat, and it was mm -hmm. a whole world opening up that most of us had no idea existed out there. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so it basically is saying public health departments are underfunded and understaffed. And again, not suggesting anywhere in this story that maybe the problem was having sex with people you're not married to, having unprotected sex, having sex with people you know so little about that you don't even know they have syphilis. Well, this is the progressive ideology in a nutshell. They want to be able to do whatever they want to do when they want to do it. And if this creates the inevitable problems that that, that kind of behavior generates, then we just tax people for more money and, and throw more money at the solution. Uh, if I remember correctly, syphilis is a relatively new disease as far as humans are concerned, and it is absolutely one of the most horrible things that can happen to you. It is it, it, death by syphilis is is unbelievably horrible. Um, not widely known, but Winston Churchill's father died of syphilis. He was um, his father was a, a virgin. He went out with his friends drinking when he was seventeen or eighteen years old. Friends got him drunk and put him up in the room with a Victorian era prostitute. And he lasted another, you know, I don't know, seven, eight years. Mental decline yeah. is great. It attacks your brain. It's it's horrible. Yeah. But yes, you're on the you're right over the, the target there, Scott. At no point the, the Times is treating this as if syphilis is something like getting hit in the head with a meteorite or struck by lightning or something. It could just happen to anybody at any given time. Uh when they talk about the number of people that don't get treatment, it makes me want to say, well, that sounds a little irresponsible. And um, I see a causality there uh, between, between the actions that cause you to get syphilis 
and the fact that you don't seem to care enough to go in and get it treated or, or, or deal with it in a responsible manner. All of our political problems are traceable to moral decay. I mean, there, there are, I, I'm just as the most glaring example, the large number of incarcerated violent criminals in this country have one thing in common, and that's no fathers. Single mothers in, in, I would say until the 60s, was just a mark of unbelievable shame. Especially if, I mean, if, if you were a widow, that's one thing that's, that was, you know, that was acceptable and, and actually kind of venerated in a way. But when you come up with the two things that, that, that did this, the birth control pill and government um, handouts, you create a, a world where women can have as, mul- as many multiple partners as they want to. They get a subsidy for each out of wedlock birth. And the males have no responsibility whatsoever. So there's no question. If you were to take a look at the average number of sexual contacts that a 30-year-old person had in 1940. Sorry about that, folks. I got a loose uh, incisor here, and and it's really driving me nuts. Um, You look at the total number of sexual contacts that any individual had at, in the 1940s, the 1960s, the 1980s, the 2000s, and 2020s, I think you would see a large increase over those periods, but especially between 2000 and 2020. It's just gone, it's gone absolutely exponential. Uh, kids now are, are socialized and raised by their iPods uh, and their iPads and their, and their devices and, and, Modern romance consists of swiping right and hooking up on the first date. It's an absolute mystery why this um, horrible disease is making such a strong comeback. But the solution to this is not more treatment centers. The solution to this is you can't even teach this in school. You got to know this by the you get this between ages of eighteen months and about three years. Your your fundamental behaviors are are pretty much locked by them. And children that aren't disciplined and children that aren't taught that there are consequences right from wrong, you can't do this. If you if A, then B, if you do this, then you're going to be grounded, have a much better chance of making a rational decision. So it's going to get worse, and uh, you can throw all the money at it you want to. Uh, fortunately, we live in an age of antibiotics, which is pretty effective treatment, but it's the underlying issue is, again, societal decay. And since the New York Times is so responsible for much of this, it doesn't surprise me that they treat this as if a lightning struck. You know, oh, guy's walking down the street just in the middle of the day, Sunday afternoon, boom, got syphilis. And uh, and that's, that's how they look at the world. You know, I made a misstatement earlier because I was trying to go by my memory of what the story said. I was actually wrong when I said that about 17.2% of the cases are now among females. Uh, as a matter of fact, what the story said is that females who have syphilis have grown uh, by 17%. So it's the, it's, there's an increasing number of females, but they don't say yeah, yeah, yeah. in the story what the original number was that grew 17%. Oh. Um, and they don't say what the percentage of males, of male cases is. Um, I went to the CDC's website um, the, under the headline, 
Should I be concerned about syphilis? It says this, most syphilis cases in the United States are among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. And it's, so it's been increasing. The surge is primarily, if not almost exclusively due to men having sex with men. Now, what bothers me nice about this know. story is, I mean, you do whatever you want to do in your free time, and my morals should not affect how you live your life, although you may want to listen to me from time to time. I'm pretty smart. <laughs> um, but the, what bothers me about this story is exactly what Bill said. It's portrayed as something that is happening, like a tornado happens, and there's nothing we can do about it. Actually, come to think of it, the New York Times believes there's something we can do about the tornado. It doesn't believe there's anything we can do about syphilis other than fund public health clinics more uh, generously. And so they don't indicate in this story right up front, the truth of the matter is that it's growing like wildfire because men are having sex with men. And the implication there is multiple partners because you've, you're spreading it. And there, there are probably a handful of men in that group group who are responsible for a disproportional size of the spreading, who are engaged much more vigorously in multiple partners. So it's making it seem like it's a problem for everybody, for, for women, for heterosexual men, for, but it's not. There are, they know what causes syphilis. And they are not being upfront about it. And they're making it sound like, well, if only we had early detection, uh, then we'd be able to, because uh, it's a very treatable disease now, if only we had early detection, we'd be able to treat it. And the problem is that poor women or poor men don't can't get into clinics and uh, are, because there are not enough clinics or there are not enough doctors at clinics and they can't afford to go to the hospital or to the ER um, to get treatment for these kind of things. And so what we should really do is increase taxpayer funding of public health facilities. And that is a massive deception. What we should really do is tell people don't have sex with men. Don't have sex outside of marriage. Have sex with people in a safe manner that you are going to have sex with if you must engage in violations of the first two principles I just enunciated. And there are solutions to this problem. And the, the solution isn't billions of dollars of funding for public health services. The solution is speaking the truth about science. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible.